This episode of Landmine Radio is sponsored by Dittman Research. Do you know what the most valuable thing in the world is? High-quality information. Because high-quality information informs much better decision-making. Dittman Research has been providing high-quality information to Alaska's leading businesses, organizations, and campaigns for 50 years. Do you really know what Alaskans think about your company or your issue? How about your clients, your shareholders, or your employees? So stop fumbling around in the dark. Hire Dittman Research and find out what's really going on. DittmanResearch.com All right, folks, back here. I'm very excited to be joined by Arthur Chester Dyer the Fifth. It's a lot, lot, <laughs> lot, lot to say there. Yeah, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. So I just met you today for the first time. Um, I, I reached out to you on Facebook. You you posted, you put a post in Hiking in Alaska, a very popular uh, group with 30-some thousand people. And just, you were, I guess, in Cooper Landing, right? Yep, yep, down at Cooper's Landing. And you just said, said, Hey, I'm looking to go hiking. I'm here. I'm I'm looking for someone to go with me. Took a picture of yourself. You're a very good looking man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't you didn't think anything of it other than I want to go hiking, right? Yeah, yeah. It was honestly it was a really innocent post. Uh, I'd seen him in the past. My my genuine thought was somebody is either in the area and I can join their group, or you know somebody from Cooper's Landing and you know down there the Kenai Peninsula had a day off and could easily like tag along. And uh, that was the general thought. And, and you snapped a little selfie. The, the selfie was to avoid, like, you know, I'm, I'm not a creep. I'm a genuine person. I, I'm alive, you know. And uh, I thought that was the best way of doing it. I'm not, like, shirtless. I'm not promoting anything. The only thing I'm doing that's maybe, like, a little odd is, like, I'm pointing my finger up. And it wasn't like a, hey, this is me. It was like a, I'm pointing at the actual trail mm-hmm. in behind me over my shoulder. So, so and, if uh, the folks who are listening are aware, this is kind of... Very quickly became a like, a, like a, a, a just a huge amount of comments from women uh-huh. about you about uh, about every comment you could imagine. Yeah, it um, flooded quick. How long after you posted that did you become aware that this this was like a um, Arthur love fest by all these ladies? Um, well, the, the first the first notification that uh, I I opened up a can of worms was by the I think it was the second comment on the post and it wasn't even a female as a male and his comment was basically i'm not here to hike i'm just commenting to see how this plays out for you bud so he like saw it coming oh yeah and he and and that's when i went oh my goodness so i i I reached out to him and i said hey you know did did i do something wrong i mean in genuine and he goes no man but just want to let you know that looks very much like an alaskan dating site and uh and this is going to be Cause, funny. Because some of the comments were like, it looks like your da- like your Tinder pick or your, oh, yeah. your, like, you know, your, your Bumble pick or something. And all it was was you wanted to go hiking. So uh-huh. the best part was all these women started tagging their women friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was and the best part. Nobody was even replying for the first section. It was just people tagging other people. And I don't know if that was like, hey, this is going to be good, or if that was those were people that could be available to hike. I didn't know how to take that. And then it just kept I think one going. Of the co- one of the comments was like, you know, this dude's going to have to deal with, like, 25 women showing up. Oh, yeah. they. I mean, everything they've had the from the show The Bachelor to, uh, you know, the Golden Girls and all the characters, you know, just women overheating and have to throw water on themselves. I know. Some, some, some of the rolling. memes or the gifts oh, were, like, God. so good. And then, you know, it's like, where's Ellen, you know? Oh, yeah. People are wanting this to go, like. Oh, my goodness. So it got, it got to. So, here, so I heard about it. A friend of mine 
a, a lady, a, a woman friend of mine who, who hikes a lot, texted me the picture, the post, and was like, "This is going to get good." <laughs> and that's when I first, I think I might have seen it because I see that I see on Facebook the hiking group. Yep. But then she texted me that, and then I said, "Oh shit, yeah, this is going to." So then I started reading some of the comments, and then I went. Here's here's when I realized something like what was was up because I went back, and I'm kind of goofy, and I was going to say like. I was going to post a selfie in the pic section, the comment section, and say, like, ladies, I'm also available for, like, a hike. Except the comments were disabled. Oh, yeah. By, by around 400 comments, which uh, that took, you know, less than, like, 18 hours to hit. Um, the person who runs that group um, just said no. And, and she was very adamant about, no, this is not going any further. And by that time, I already had, like, what, 850 you know, reactions, and it had already spilled over did to other get, pages. So did someone come, did someone go hike? You said somebody showed up? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. So, uh, cool part. So, the first person that actually was the first person to reply and comment, um, you know, reached out to me and said, hey, I'm available, but I need, like, one extra day. I just have some obligations on Wednesday. Because you were trying to do Resurrection Pass, right? Yeah, part and, of and just the beginning, you know, I just want to go to the falls or maybe up to Trout Lake or something, and it was very, my, even in my post, I said, I've got no goals, no plans, you know, if I see something nice, it's a win and I can go home. You know, I just wanted to have company. My friends had all left after the weekend, just wanted some company and go hiking with the dog. And, uh, basically that first person just wasn't available. So I said, okay, no problem. I can hike with you later in the week. I even said, Hey, I can maybe see this person later in the week and go hiking. That'd be a win anyways. And uh, second person to reply, that was it. That was the one I picked. It was, you know, and not pick like, oh, I, you know, went through her entire Facebook page and considered her nice enough. Like the bachelor, like yeah, you know, I, with I, your, with your rose. Right. I, it wasn't very much like that, but <laughs> she was available. She was willing to make the drive. And I think she, she messaged me and within four messages, we had already had our plan. We were going to meet at 845. She was going to leave at six. Let me know when she left Anchorage and we we're going to meet up. at. Oh, the she came all the way from Anchorage. She so came this... all the way from Anchorage. And, but I mean, she messaged me within, you know, five, 10 minutes from posting. And then she went and did the rest of her day, rest of her business, and never went back to the page until, like, you know, oh, so she midnight was, she, that night. She wasn't aware. She missed of, the whole midsection. Oh, wow. And she thought we were just going for a hike. And then she messages me and goes, okay, I now see what happened. I, uh, I just want to hike. Is, is that okay? And I was like, absolutely. Are we dating? Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Because everybody else, man, it, when it started rolling, it, it rolled downhill fast. But, it was uh, just, it was so, I was, like, reading through the, and it kind of sucks because, for whatever reason, the post you can't like hit. You can't sort the comments by like most recent or like top. So you have to kind of go back and like re- yeah. reload the. So I was yes. like reload. I was like it took me. It was so many comments <laughs> to go to the top, <laughs> so I could go through them, and and so many were just tagging the the friends, and then it was like some some women were like were like oh my god like to whoever like you found your <laughs> husband. So are you single? Uh, I, I actually am single. The Facebook uh, status that I have right now is true. I am. I am single. So, so did you get any messages from like ladies like, hey, I, you know, I wanted did I get to go any to hike messages? with you or like a uh, date or my my phone shut down and Facebook app stopped working. It just I, right now I'm sitting probably with fifty five still fifty five friend requests that are just on my phone that I'm like I, I I don't have this much time for a person who like didn't have Facebook for three years because oh, I just wow. didn't want you know. None of anybody's business, my life, and what I'm doing. Like, I just started about a couple months ago, and uh, now I've got... So you said before we started, you're 28, so and you're, you're just... You yep. came here in 2018, you said. Yeah, 2018. And you're, you're a mechanic, aircraft mechanic. Yep, yep. I worked for the North Slope Borough up on the up in Barrow. And you were saying that before, it's kind of fascinating, after college, you worked in Africa. Yeah, I was in Africa for about four years, um, doing aircraft maintenance work, government contracts. Yeah. So you were just all over different countries? Oh, or? yeah. Um, I mean, we... We could live out of tents. We could live out of shipping containers. We could live in town and um, just 
No, so how, na- no name company that just kind of moved around and fixed planes. How the like how the Alaska uh, job come up? Were well, you looking uh, or was it like posted or? You uh, well, that's uh, through a a common um, coworker. Basically, I had a coworker, a, a pilot that was, I was working for and working with over in Africa, who uh, found the job on the slope and said, "Hey, you know, they could really use some help." And uh, I said, "Yeah, I'd, I've always wanted to do the Alaska gig." You know, everyone that I worked with who ever came through Alaska just had nothing but great things to say about, it, and it's true. You know, there's nothing like Alaska. You got the you got the Jeep. You got the whole deal. Yeah. The, well, you you asked how did I come to Alaska? You know, I you, came you to drove in that thing? I came to Alaska fifty miles an hour. You know, ten yeah. hours a day. In that Jeep. In that Jeep, rattling my teeth. With the dog. Oh, with the dog. Oh wow. Yeah. So so in Africa to the North Slope. I mean, that's a very. I, mean, I don't know if you can get much much like yeah, more extreme I'd, I'd than like, that. I'd love to get a tattoo that says like. Plus or minus 160 because, you know, Barrow, you're going down to like negative 45. And in Africa, it was positive 120, you know. Oh, my gosh. Djibouti. Oh, my gosh. You step on the aircraft ramp in Djibouti and it's like hitting a wall. It just, you, you can't breathe. It sucks it out. You're of probably, you. So you're 20, you said 28? 28. So at the time, you must have been probably one of the younger. I mean, uh, I was everybody's kids or grandkids. I mean, we had some mechanics that were 65 and, you know, some that were 50 that I was just always a kid. Actually, uh, this is going to be embarrassing to say, like, my first nickname was Double A, and it stood for Amber Alert, because <laughs> everyone everyone seriously thought that kid? I needed... Who's this kid? I just was this kid, I mean... Did you, like, like ex-military guys, a lot of them, or some of them? Oh, or? all of them, yeah. yeah. vast majority, about, I would say more than 90%. So you didn't want to go military, you just went straight to nah, private? So I, well, I, I went to school, because in high school, I was already leaning towards an aviation career, and there was an opportunity through my high school to go to Embry-Riddle, so that's the route I took, and then... uh. While I was at school, you know, I finished up my degree and people who were using the GI Bill, you know, to go to school at Embry-Riddle, their plans were to go back overseas. And my thoughts was, oh, well, that's, you know, that's interesting. And they kept talking about it. And uh, when uh, when the opportunity came up, I said, yeah, let's let's do this. And uh, it provided some traveling. Man, I've I've been around Africa quite a bit. I've uh, uh, motorcycled from uh, Entebbe, Uganda, through Kenya, Tanzania, out to Zanzibar. I've wow. uh, climbed Kilimanjaro on the trip. Uh, there's, it's been a lot of fun opportunities, and but the people are just amazing. You just like buy a bike over there, like a cheap bike. Or yeah, nice so bike? Uh, I flew into Uganda with a buddy. Uh, we went there's Idi Amin country, oh, man. Yeah, not anymore. It's but... Little, I was. It was a little uh, like one, one hundred cc moped, and we did. So, so I have like I've oh been like th- Thailand and like go to like South Southeast Asia, and you can buy those like oh yeah, boda boda bikes, cheap little bikes. That are, oh like, yeah, you know, like five hundred bucks, and that's exactly they're, what like, did. not quite a motorcycle. They're like more than a moped. Like less the, than a motorcycle. That's exactly what they are. There's midway in between. If you go through Entebbe, Uganda, man, it's it's a wave of just bikes. There are no cars. There's just these bikes, and they're and everywhere. some people are on the back, and they're holding five. You know, like, yeah, there's five people all stacked up, a whole family, and everything like that. And that's that's very much what I've enjoyed about my adventures through Africa, man. It is just like that, and that's what we bought. We bought these little tiny boda boda. When bikes. you got to the borders, were was it ever oh, a big deal, God. or was oh, it yeah. like uh, Buddy was Russian, so he had like multiple passports, and they went nope. And uh, he got stuck in in jail in Kenya for a little bit, so I had to wait for him to get out there. Um, we got we got hit up for money in Kenya. That was the other bad one. Was uh, we were in downtown and uh, we followed all the other bikes, and there's you know hundreds of them trying to make it through commute. They all take the sidewalk, so I I jumped on the sidewalk with my buddy, and before I know it, we got slammed up against the fence and uh, had oh, to pay wow. off. I I have no idea if they're even real police, but we paid them and they let us go, and I I think. I've traveled a lot. I've been to Africa, but I've been in uh, South, you know, Asia, uh, Central Asia, Europe. Uh, uh, yeah. So, you know, you get in some of these like, oh yeah, Russia, you know, Russia, even, you know, Kazakhstan, 
Tajikistan. You, yeah. It's like you never know who you're kind of dealing with. And, sometimes and, and you don't know how far somebody's going to take it, so you, you try and tread lightly, but then also let them know, hey, man, I'm not, I'm not just going to be pushed around because I uh-huh. have no idea who you are. So best tip we ever had was, uh, and I learned this from an SF guy when I was on, on one of the bases, and that was, uh, and we did it. Um, Igor, my, my Russian bud, he had a package of cigarettes, and the best tip we ever got was throw your money in a pack of cigarettes because third world country, people love to smoke. It's habitual. They love it. You can offer somebody a cigarette, and they'll see the cash. They'll take the cigarette. It's very nice. Nobody else is going to second-guess that. People walking by don't care. But when you finish the ordeal and you've talked this out, you can then offer the whole pack as a way to be let go. And he knows. Like 50, like and 20, he knows. Bucks that he, in there yeah, you just throw 20, 50 bucks in there, and that'll be enough. And they'll know that, oh, yeah, there's money in there. The thing is, in some of these countries, what people don't realize is it's easier. One, one, one sometimes it's easier just to pay the... Because it's not that much money. It's not it's like they're not. wanting thousand it could, bucks. It could be ten bucks, man. Ten bucks gets me out of a, a traffic fine. I remember I was in uh, Niger and I was on a moped and I. Uh, you were in Niger. Wow, that's where the deal a couple of years ago happened with the, with the um, military, our, our troop. Yeah, yeah, that was a whole deal where the there was those guys got, guys got killed. Yep, special and, forces uh, guys. Yeah, and it's 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 a really um, sketchy is is not even like the right word because there's this really vague border between city and you can get a lot of good things done and meet great people. And then you can go out into the Sahara and it's, it's just a wild country, man. And so there, there is no like very defined, Oh, now you're in the Sahara. Oh, now you're in the city. Well, in parts of like so, Niger, Mali, yeah. there's like these like terror, there's like these terrorist groups oh, yeah. that have taken Burkina over. Burkina Faso, um, Niger, Mali. I mean, a lot of that, it's just a vague border all the way around. I mean, and, and it changes seasonally. If there's rains, all right, they push back a little bit, you know, if it's dry out, they move in, and it's that's the way it's been for years. So you've seen, man, you've twenty eight. You've seen probably more than people of ah, 70, 80 years. You know, have don't, never, never don't traveled. Overthink it. Everyone, well, I mean, anybody who can get out and travel, I absolutely recommend it. Absolutely. Yeah, but a lot of folks who do travel, they go to like London or Paris, <laughs> that's a good or point. <laughs> you know, Lisbon or wherever they, you know, somewhere, and they have a nice time. And yeah. most people who, you know, I've been to some weird places too, in like Central Asia, people are like. <laughs> the hell are you like what like you, you went there <laughs> it's fun yeah. though that's actually yeah. some of the most fun the people you meet in some of those places are like you never yeah. meet people like that any, anywhere else yeah i mean some of the best people i met um i airbnb as we did that motorcycle trip through africa and uh oh, so they have like Air, like Airbnb. oh yeah and and you were fi- I, we were finding literal gold mines in the middle of nowhere like trash everywhere i mean concrete blocked walls with just like tin roofing and all of a sudden you come up to this place and it's like beautifully gardened and it's a two-story building with running water. And there's this family who's, like, been all around the world. And they're, you know, they live in this tiny little town in uh, in Nigeria. And you're just like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Like, uh, greatest people you'll probably ever meet. Very well-versed, educated. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's stuff like that that just blow my mind. Yeah, wow. That's, that's uh, yeah. lucky. You're lucky you had some, you know, great experience, travel experiences. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I wouldn't call getting... Getting jacked up in Kenya is a not great a great topic. experience. That wasn't a great one. Yeah, but, it's a good story, though. Right? But you need to have bad ones in order to have really good mm-hmm. ones. And uh, if you drop your expectations, you know everything's fun. So <laughs> I want to go back to the uh, to the to the face the, to the right. hiking in Alaska thing. So I went to go comment, and I was like, "Oh, the comments are disabled. That's weird." And then right. I saw that, and I couldn't find it now. Maybe it's, it's yeah buried there somewhere. But the the admin posted a very um, kind of angry post, and essentially, and said. This is not a dating website. This is for hiking, yeah. not dating. And it was very, I mean, a lot of people were like calling her Karen in the comments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, but, but I don't know who, even know who she is. I mean, I, I belong to the group because it's great to see people posting pics. And if I go on a hike, I'll post a pic. But 
she was like really upset. Yeah, about uh, this whole deal. R- Ruth runs that. Uh, she's one of the admins on that uh, hiking in Alaska site. And uh, yeah, the the only thing that's got on the other great sites out there, like Alaska Hiking, is that uh, hiking in Alaska has more members. And so yeah, you can take that. And great, you can take that. Great pictures. Yeah, and- great pictures. And there are like really avid hikers there, and that's great. But um, I, obviously, I accidentally pushed it too far, and people enjoyed seeing a successful pair up between two hikers and you know had a great day and she did not like that so and, how'd uh, the hike go with with uh valerie Valerie. so is yeah. that is she, now is that like maybe a thing there yeah, uh no she well i saw her you know 20 minutes before coming here because she just got a new puppy so i had to obviously pay a visit and is this like my a, dog is, is she dog. single is it a possibility or is this just a friend oh is it a possibility oh she is single so i guess everything's a possibility wow. but I'll, I'll definitely be hiking with her you know in the future similar age uh yeah she's a little bit younger than i am yep and so uh, the, pharmacist here in Anchorage. Loves this, her job. I mean, a great person to talk to. Conversationalist. Oh, yeah. This sounds like a match. I mean, this sounds like a match made in <laughs> I like it. I like it. A match made in hiking in Alaska. I mean, I, I'm going to hike with her again. Absolutely. So since you've gotten these messages and all this stuff yep. happened, I mean, and I reached out to you, mm-hmm. I assume other people have, I mean, have friends or family or has anybody... Uh, family is just rolling. I talked to my mom this morning. Oh, so she's, she saw it. Oh, yeah. Mom saw it. She's... She understands everything. And she understands how, how quickly, like, this could have gone south. Like, it doesn't take much when a group of people, you know, mm-hmm. you know, look at you and they start, you know, judging you a little bit, especially on I an know, online I know, form. I know all about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and so uh, I'm just glad this went in a positive direction. If there's anything I can do, it would be to, like, shed this attention back towards the group. So, so I was thinking about, because I have a lot of friends who are in that group and a lot yep. of friends of mine hike. And I was talking to a buddy about it, and we were, like, laughing. It was just like, this is, like, wild, you know, these comments. Yeah. So we were going to do an art. I was actually going to do an article about it on the website that I run. But then I was like, wait a minute. I was talking to my, my lady friend, my, my female friend, and she, she was like, yeah, you got a podcast with this guy. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I, I took a shot, and I just messaged. We're not friends, but yep. I messaged you. And I'm glad you saw it because it sounds like you have a lot of other messages. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I think yeah. I did a follow-up, and I was like, did you see this? Yep. Because uh, I really wanted to get – because it was like – Friends of mine who I didn't even know were like hiking people were like, com- you know, posting about <laughs> people it. Like, out of Oregon. Did you see this guy? Yeah, and there's like, there, people started posting. I'm following this from Oregon. You got you got to tell me how tomorrow goes. And and we really did. I, I was really, really, really lucky to have Valerie as the opposite that, you know, that chose to come because, you know, she loves to talk. She loves to present. And she just took this and ran. And it was fantastic. She took all the photos. I didn't take a single one because I didn't want this to be, you know, something that made her awkward or uncomfortable. So nice. she, she yeah, took like photos that. and when she wanted to post something, she could. And that's the way I played it out. You know, this is just, so, a so I don't, I don't think I saw, did she do a, a post? Oh yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah. I didn't so, even see that one. So, so were, there, were there a lot of comments on that one? Yeah. She's got a uh, almost 200 comments and uh, we, we based it out of the Alaska hiking group because they just loved it. And Ruth wasn't having any bit of it. So we had like, I think that Alaska hiking group um, in one day had 500 plus followers jump from the hiking in Alaska page to the Alaska hiking page that we like. And it was just comical. The guy from... I just couldn't believe the post. Oh, my I, goodness. I tried to find it where it was like, this is not a dating site. Oh, this she is, was ripping is, it. It was really like... Threatening a, to delete people. Yes. Literally said, if this, if anybody requests another hiking event or another hiking join up, I will delete you. And I don't and understand I've, because I've seen people do that a lot. Exactly. And like I've seen that, you know, hey, I'm going here. If anybody wants to join up, you know, meet up with me, we're doing it. And... And, it's like normal. Yeah, and who's gonna who's gonna post on your site asking for another friend or another person to join them if they're worried that it's just gonna get deleted and they're gonna get ripped mm-hmm. at by an admin? And you Nobody's don't want to go ever want to post on your. You don't want to go hike, especially if you're a woman by yourself. Yeah. Also, if you're a man, bears, it's better to go with. Oh my with goodness! People. The the very next day, so you probably haven't checked out. Um, the very next day after the hike, 
I run into a bear at my campsite because I'm camping out at Cooper's Landing for, you know, a couple more days. And Wait, so you, 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 go, you go two on, two off? I do work two on, two off. Do you yeah. have a place here or do you just camp? Oh, God, we're going to get down that story. Are you uh, just camping right now? you got to get a place, man. You <laughs> make good money, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm looking for a place. So I'm, I'm looking for some land that I can build on and, uh, and put a place on. But right now, it's, it's been like since winter. I've been camping in the winter. I, I camped out all through winter. Yeah. Just like in, in Cooper Landing or? Uh, no, all over. Uh, uh, Sutton. I went out towards Willow. I uh, up towards Denali. Like I've just been living out a tent in my uh, Jeep and the dog. The dogs. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's like must, it was really cold this winter. You must have been. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, or, I mean, the worst I saw was, you know, below and, you know, 15 below, something like that. Hope you have a really good bag. Uh, I, I do have a nice, you know, big Agnes bag and uh, the Buddy Heater ran all, all night, man. I uh-huh. went through a lot of propane. Wait, so, so, so then you go to the slope, and I assume you have like a like a place there. Oh, yeah. or they, they okay. put... Actually, the the place in the slope is you know ten times better than you know anything I could ever ask for. It's got everything. I have my own apartment up in Barrow. You're you're like the uh, kind of perfect Alaska character. <laughs> I'm come weird. here, take yeah. a job, live in a tent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and and again, that's just like short term. That's just because I can't take the dog where I am living currently. Like I do have an apartment, but they don't accept dogs. So I went, well, screw it. I'll just you know live in my tent with my dog and use the apartment as a storage unit, basically. Oh, yeah, it's hard with pets <laughs> to get. I mean, I, I, yeah, not everybody can do it. I, I'm, my, I'm on my condo board, and yeah. know, I have a place there, but a lot of people, they want to, yeah, it's tough. You know, when you have a pet, you want a dog or cat or something, it's hard yeah. to figure it out. Wow, so you're camping all over Alaska. Yeah. You just no, drive somewhere and just set up camp? and. Yeah, no, that's so that's how I did it in Cooper's Landing, and, you know, I was right. I was one mile from Resurrection Pass, and that's why I was looking for a buddy, man. I was just... So you didn't do the whole, but you just did a yeah, part of the just path, did, right? just did the front section. Because all uh, things fifteen like, total. It's like forty miles, isn't yeah, it? Or yeah, it's right, right, just shy of forty miles. We did uh, seven in and seven out, and uh, it was a great hike. It was a great hike. I recommend it to anybody. You it's look beautiful. pretty fit, so I'm assuming you can you. move at a good speed. Oh uh, yeah, and Valerie, even though she is small height wise, man, she can book it. So I, I did a I did a Kasugi Ridge last summer. Where's that? It's a uh, uh, kind of towards Talkeeton. Basically, it's you go up. Um, it's called the Byers Lake area, okay. and you. Um, it's a 38-mile deal, and oh, no. you know, there's different areas you can kind of get off on. But we did it uh, on, on July 4th weekend, and it was 95 degrees on the ridge. Oh, so It was really, really, really hot. I mean, it was miserable hot, and there was mosquitoes Whoa. were horrible. So we actually just did two-thirds. We did about 20-some miles, and we, we on the third day, we just ditched out. We did like two and a half days. We just got out yeah. it was so hot. It was just so miserable. Yeah, no, yeah. It was just not fun. And um, we got out, and... Yeah, it was it was it was great. You know, it's like wow, in the state where you can the hiking we have here. Yeah. Some people wait their whole lives to do one hike like that. You're from the East Coast, yeah. you said, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I've done portions of the AT, and I, I mean, you go to places out here, and it, I mean, it makes the Smoky Mountains look like oh, you know, what what is this? Is it oh, this is a park? Oh, yeah. You I mean, have you been out to Eagle Lakes or Symphony Lakes or? Uh, yeah, that's my next one. I'm so gonna be around. You Symphony go out Lakes. there and you get way out there in the valley. I mean, it almost. Oh yeah. You feel like you're in like Switzerland. It's just amazing. The yeah, I, and... uh, I did Pioneer Peak uh, last fall with some friends and just looking that's back a, at the valley. That's, that's a good one. Oh yeah, it's good. I mean, there's um the, the scree field up tops. You know, pretty pretty shaky, but you eventually just work through it and take your time. But the view, like you said, going from the valley all the way back to the Kanik Glacier. I mean, mm-hmm. gosh, how do you if I honestly think if somebody were just like creating photos or, or painting a landscape and threw in the stuff that Alaska has, everyone would just call BS and be like, that does not, that doesn't exist. Yeah, like, have you, you, been... you can't have waterfalls next to glaciers, next to, you know, mountains that, you know, touch the clouds. And then you're like, well, 
well, yeah, I can. Like, it's my, it's, my, it's right I mean, there. Have you like, been look the, outside. Been going to the ramp back there, Ship Lake. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another just you, and it's incredible because we live at Anchorage here, right? You can drive to the trail in 15, 20 minutes. You can, you know, hike for half a day or day, and you can be back in this. I mean, you, you feel like you're yeah. just in the middle of no, but you know, it's within a day of just like getting, you know, getting yeah. your car and parking and, and starting to hike. Yeah. And, and Alaska is very much like the Midwesters. This is the other thing I found is like, we will drive five hours to go fish for one hour and then drive five hours home. Like it's you, you guys will go the distance if you yeah, the really key, just the, want the people to go it. to the rush and the Kenai. Oh yeah. Down to like, Hulk. Oh yeah. You know, went up to tell Keaton, uh, where do you live? Oh, I live in Seward. What? Why? I uh, went and had dinner with a friend and came back. Well, it's so, you know, Alaska. So yeah, you from the East coast, you said, right. So I mean, yeah. these little, so you can drive through in a day, you can drive through five or six or seven oh, yeah. states. Oh yeah. We're here. Like you can, a day, you don't even get to Canada. Yeah. But that's the other thing. Even though you can drive through five states in a day, you don't, you wait for like, a really big holiday because, you know, your family's in, you know, D.C. and you live in Georgia and you're like, ah, oh, you know, I wait till Christmas to see them as opposed to somebody from the Midwest who'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, I drove five days just to spend one day of vacation. And I, I knew back. I knew this guy once. Um, so there's a lot of, J, you know, J1. It's like the workers, the foreign workers who come yep. here in the summer. Yeah, they, they come here from like, um, you know, like usually May or June through like September, October. Mm-hmm. So they're students. They come on a J1 visa and they can, they can work and. They can make, make gotcha. a little money and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Russians, Ukrainians, Hungarians, all these different countries. So I met this one dude who was a J1, literally a lot of J1 um, in the summer in Alaska, not this summer because of COVID, I guess, but they work in the fish processing plants, the hotels, tourism, they, you know, they, they bust their ass. These guys, these yep. people work like 50, 60 hour weeks to make money. But this one guy, he came and he was uh, really pissed off and he had done it before and he went to Nebraska. So he, he <laughs> this is like, so, cause he was from, I think he was from, um, where was he from? Bulgaria. So not, not a huge, I mean, decent sized country, not a huge country, yeah. right? So he just said, oh, I pick a middle part of the country. I go to New York, I go LA, I go Miami, I go Seattle, you know, because it's like in the middle. Yeah. Not just not really thinking about how far that is. So this dude spends <laughs> fucking five months in Nebraska. Yeah. Because he couldn't go anywhere. I mean, yeah. he's working. He's like, you have to fly. You can't, you can't just like hop, hop down to LA for the weekend. Oh, yeah. No, there is, there is no high-speed train. Although I wish there was an east-west, you know, high-speed train or north-south high-speed train. But uh, yeah, no, you're stuck. So it's just so funny. This poor dude was like, I, I, I spent five months in fucking Nebraska. Oh, my God. It's like, it's like all the places. Yeah, Go. no, man. Yeah, I, I mean, because I've been to Africa, I've, I've talked to a lot of people, and I, I try and start conversations with people who I think have traveled or, you know, are from the continent. And uh, I met one guy. It was, uh, I was uh, going to, what was this? I was in Michigan going for some training for school, and uh, my taxi driver was from Nigeria. And I was like, oh, great. I know. We've got things in common. And we started chit-chatting. We were coming back from the airport. And uh, before I know it, he gets into how he got to the United States. And he says he won the lottery. Oh, the green card lottery. Yeah. yeah. And I had never before met anybody who has actually won the lottery. And he, and I said, well, you know, when did you start applying for it? He goes, I applied, you know, started applying when I was really young. I was like, how young? I applied like every year for many years. Oh, yeah. He, was, uh, he started when he was 18. And he didn't get it till he was 35. He tried wow. to apply every year. And he said that there was, like, complications. If I apply for it, it stops me from being able to do other type of applications to get into the United States. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, so how'd you end up in Michigan? You know, Nigeria does not look at all yeah. like Michigan. And he goes, didn't have a choice. Had to be here. Had to stay here for X amount of time. And I had to pay my flight. He says, they pay for the initial flight. I have to pay it back to them. And I was like, wow. He goes, yeah, it's different. But he says, leaps and bounds, man. I know I know a lot of folks... Um not a lot, but I have several friends who've won the green card lottery. No kidding. The, you know, because I, I, 
moved here, I started, I met a bunch of Russians. I learned to speak Russian, so ah, I have a lot of Russian friends. Nice. And, um, you know, many, like, Ukrainians have gotten it. And then some people actually who are here on, like, student visas or something, they can apply in-country. Oh, there you go. And, and you know, it's... it's um, but they know what they're getting into. Like, they're already here. And they're they're like, already here, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, this guy's going from, you know, 110 I mean, it's, degrees it's, and dry, where if, if it's below, you know, 80, you put on a parka, and now he's in Michigan. It, but it very much is, you know... In, in, in the sense of the word, a lottery. Because when you win it, I mean, you, your life changes. You know, you, yeah. you can go to America. You can you can be a permanent resident. You can, oh, yeah. you know, you can live here, work here. And uh, a lot of folks have been real fortunate to yeah. know, change their lives by, by getting that. So, I mean, you know a little bit about Russia. Um, next year, I've tried this two years in a row. I've been stuck. You know, COVID and some other issues kind of held me back. But uh, my next plan is to do um, Mount Elbrus in oh, Russia. Right. So there's a book you should actually, I've done several podcasts with this guy. You should... Probably like him. His name is Mike Gordon. You okay. know Chilkoot Charlie's, a no. bar down there. There's a bar, Chilkoot Charlie's. It's uh, not far from here. Okay, very famous bar it was opened in the seventies. This guy Mike Gordon uh, started it, and it's like world famous. It's like iconic for for Anchorage Bar. Well, I'm there, and he um, he sold it a couple three, four, or five years ago. But he um, wrote this book about learning the ropes, and he was in the bar business, and he talked about like you know the c- cocaine and women and like all the party like in the seventies in Anchorage and all this stuff and. He was into the drugs big time and smoking, and he, at some point, kind of just decided he needed to like get his life together. Mm-hmm. He started running, and then he climbed an alley, and then he decided he wanted to do the seven seven summits. Right and on. he did everything. He tried Everest three times. He got to twenty eight thousand. He couldn't get it, but he, yep. he did. He did. He did uh, Elbrus. There's a whole book. He did it like in like ninety one or ninety two. So it was like right after the Soviet Union collapsed. Oh wow! And it's got some crazy. I should. Yeah. You, should, you, should you should read the book. Learn no, the yeah. ropes. But the ropes. I've done three podcasts with Mike Gordon. Oh and, wow! Um, Probably he's a really still, good person to talk to. I mean, he's amazing. He's he lives. He lives in. A, he comes to Anchorage, okay. um, a couple times a month. I guess he lives in. It's called Halibut Cove, so it's out there by Homer. Okay, but he's he's an amazing guy, and he's he's oh, wow. big, big, big outdoor guy. And yeah, Elbrus is um, that'd be an amazing. That's, yeah, that's it's not super super high, but it, it is you know the weather and it's there's some. Yep, it's not like an easy. It's not like Kilimanjaro or. Yeah, um, the uh, Kil- Kilimanjaro was a. Um, it should be a pretty fun, easy hike. I mean, there's a, a broad range of people who can go hike it and have no problem. We hit crappy, crappy weather, weather yeah. and we got bad. It was uh, in March, so it was the rainy season, and we were wet every single day for the whole nine days, and all our stuff was freezing oh, every night. And then it snowed the last day, which the, was just awful. Probably the easiest one of the seven is uh, is Kosciuszko. Oh, yeah. Australia. That's, that's, yeah, that's what I hear. That's not, not that big of a... Yeah, and then uh, but yeah, after, is, after Elbrus, I'll, I'll be doing Denali. So that's what I'm trying to gain some experience for. Trying to do next summer? Um, so it'll be, the, no, it'll be one after that. So There's be, another book um, called Minus 148. Yeah, I've read that. And uh, the, talk the, about the, a crazy the story. did that in the winter. Was, oh, my goodness. Within 24 you, hours, the first gentleman yeah, dies? I don't know oh. why you would do that. I mean, I've done I've done some shady stuff that may sound crazy, but. Yeah, if you're in the hike, and there's another uh, guy, Ray Jeanne, you know Ray Jeanne? So no, I don't. This is, uh, he's a Swiss hiker. He died um, hiking, but he's did a lot of stuff in Alaska. Yeah. And um, if you go to Talkeetna, there's one of the one of the stores. They have like a picture of a like, guy with a big beard. And Oh, okay. The, so I've that, seen this picture. That's Ray Jeanne. So. Gotcha. And then there's, there's Anatoly Bukharev, who was a Russian uh, from Kazakhstan, but Russian hiker, climber, who was like world famous. And he actually came to Alaska in the 90s after the Soviet Union collapsed. And he was, you know, world famous climber. Mm-hmm. And he died in 96 in Aconcagua in South America. Oh, yeah. In an avalanche. But he came here and um, there's a book called Above the Clouds, which he, which he wrote. But he didn't have any money because the Soviet Union broke up and he had he was like poor. So some 
Americans like helped him out to get here. Mm-hmm. And he was here with like old gear, Soviet. And he came here gear. to climb. Like it wasn't just to climb. He wasn't chasing a job or anything. No, no, no just, just they wanted to climb Denali. Oh, real. So he came. He had like old gear, like like wool sweater, like mm-hmm. old, and people were kind of making fun of him. Um, dude sets yep. a solo ascent record for Denali. I think it, I think it might even still stand. No kidding. Yeah. So very, you should, another great book above the clouds. I love this. I come here to talk, and I end up with a, a book list to read. This is awesome. I'll write them down for you. Yeah, this is awesome. Well, Arthur Chester Dyer the fifth. I remember that. This has been awesome. I think uh, a lot of people come to Alaska and they have a lot of stories and experiences, but now you have a really, really awesome one. Yeah, I, I don't like being so well-known, but uh, I'll take it because it's in good heart. And uh, if anybody needs a, a hiking buddy, uh, Alaska hiking's the place to post it. And if you, by any chance, are looking for somebody to hold hands with, there's a, a, a page called Alaska Summit for Love. And Really? People are posting the most genuine and cutest things. Didn't even know about that one. Single moms and dads. I mean, the po- uh, the day that I posted, it got created. Nicholas, the gentleman who uh, runs the site for Alaska, or AK Summit for Love, uh, reached out to me, and then uh, he made this page, and uh, and then it turned into a group, and now within, you know, it's only been a couple of days, there's, what, 400 members, and there's, you know, 10 posts a day. What's it called? Summit for Love? Summit for Love. And it is basically single moms and dads who are just saying, I want to hike, it's what I love but I would love to have somebody to talk to when I do it with my kids, you know? And it is, it's every age spectrum. It is every ethnicity. It is the cutest requests That's just great. for somebody to hike with. Well, keep us updated. If, if, if anything does move forward with Valerie, you got to yeah, no, you you tell you guys the world, updated. okay? Hey, is, I've already talked to her, man. This is, our, this is our bachelor. She's down to earth. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is our bachelor. Thanks for having me, man. Okay, Arthur, appreciate it. Um, and uh, folks, if you have an idea for a podcast or want to do a podcast, get a hold of me. And stay tuned for the next one. Landline.